I needed him to leave me alone. I needed to be in my pain. I needed to be in my sadness. I didn't want anybody to move me out of it. I wanted empathy. I didn't want change of what I was. Welcome to Hope to Recharge podcast. Thank you for joining me here again today. Every week we meet here to break the stigma around mental health and to bring you insight and inspiration and lots of practical tips from personal stories or professionals around the world that share how they turn their journey of mental health into healing or to thriving. Together we will break the stigma one story at a time. In mental health together is always better. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm your host, Matana. Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com, the leading online platform for therapy. If you're looking for easy access to thousands of licensed therapists, go to BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. That's BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. No better time to get started with mental health. Take advantage of this 10% off. Just press the link in the show notes, BetterHelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. Hello, how are you? Two years to Hope to Recharge. We celebrated in a very small, intimate way. Everybody celebrated on their own. I celebrated with gratitude. I celebrated with reflection. I celebrated with planning big things to come for the next year. I hope you listened to our episode last week about opening the box. If not, stop this episode and go listen to last week's episode because I think it's important. Had a very busy few weeks. A lot has happened. I feel like I was on a roller coaster, like Six Flags Great Adventure doesn't have a roller coaster ride that can describe the emotional roller coaster that I have been on. Highs and lows and highs and lows and highs and lows. But within all the highs and lows was always gratitude. And that's what I want to speak about today. I want to speak about the fact that we can experience joy, sadness, gratitude all together. They can coexist. A week and a half ago, I posted about my Friday. That was a very difficult Friday for me. It was a week and a half ago. Yeah. My oldest son is 18. He is graduating high school this week or next week something like that. Two of my sons are graduating. One is graduating elementary school, eighth grade, and one is graduating 12th grade. In the Orthodox world, most kids go to Israel for a gap year after 12th grade. That's basically when they start life. So we've been discussing going to Israel. I'm not pro going to Israel for the gap year, but we're not going to discuss that now. I was grieving the fact that he is going away for the year. We do family very nicely together. We're a fun family. We really have fun together. We fight a lot. We bicker a lot. We scream a lot. But we also have a ton of fun together. And the cozy little nest of the Jacobs family is about to get a little bit different because our oldest son is about to go to Israel in about a month and a half. A week and a half ago on Friday, my son had a weekend with his school. They went away for the weekend as a end of the year trip, end of high school trip. So they left Friday early morning and they came back late Sunday night. When he came to say goodbye to me early in the morning, I started tearing up Friday morning. I'm like, holy crap, this is what it's going to be like next year. He's going to be gone next year. What am I going to do? Our little nest cozy little family is going to be not cozy as we're used to it being. My other kids got up, went to school and I crawled back into bed on a Friday morning, which usually Friday, as you know, is my big Sabbath prep day. 
I'm in the kitchen all Friday cooking, baking, making challah with my music or the podcast or my thoughts. Usually Friday is in the kitchen and I spent four or five hours in bed crying, literally crying. The pain was so brutal. I couldn't even explain the why. What's the big deal? So he went away for the weekend. He goes away all the time and I don't cry at all. I'm actually excited for him when he goes away. He gets together with his friends all the time. But this time it was a little awakening of what is about to come. What is about to come? The unknown of the family and the next stage of life. I usually celebrate the unknown. Matana loves the unknown. Matana loves the unknown because it opens opportunity and excitement. But this unknown was not so exciting because I'm like, wait, I know he's not going to be in the house with us. It's not going to be fun. It could be fun without him, but it's not going to be the same. I didn't want that little coziness to change. I went to sleep. I got up. I was crying. I went back to sleep. I kept on putting myself to sleep with tears. My husband was at a certain point texting me if I needed anything from the store. I didn't even look. My phone was off. Finally, when I woke up, I texted him. I said, Ari, I'm not doing well. I'm really not doing well. I'm crying. I'm in bed. I didn't get up. He runs to my room, literally runs to my room because Ari knows when Matana is not well, we need to do something to help her or that's what Ari does. It came into my room dressed in a costume and a balloon. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? He's like, I want you to smile. I want you to laugh. I'm like, I don't want to smile. I don't want to laugh. Stop. I was like getting really annoyed. I'm like, Ari, stop. He's like, no, I want you to smile. I said, but I don't want to smile. He's like, why are you so sad? I said, because I think because Nahalil is leaving and the idea that he's going to be away next year. I'm so sad. I'm so frustrated. I'm so upset. How am I going to get through the weekend? Now, granted, I was really exhausted. We were flying. We were traveling a tremendous amount, like 10 days before. I had speaking engagements. I was just a very overwhelming two weeks of my life. So I was going on very little sleep. So my emotions cannot calibrate very well when I'm very little sleep. I know that. I go extreme, very high and very low when I'm exhausted. So I knew I needed to catch up on sleep in order to balance myself. But at the same time, I was really sad. I said, Ari, please, I don't want to be smiley now. I don't want to laugh. I don't want you to make you laugh. You can sit and cry with me. You can hold my tears or you can just leave and close the door and I'll cry on my own. I said, are you going to be okay if I don't make any food for Shabbat? He's like, don't worry about it. Whatever you want, don't worry about it. One of the greatest things I learned from this is communicate what you need. I needed him to leave me alone. I needed to be in my pain. I needed to be in my sadness. I didn't want anybody to move me out of it. I wanted empathy. I didn't want change of what I was. And I knew it's going to change. I knew that it's going to shift soon, but I wanted to hold space for this emotion. I wanted to think about it. I wanted to stay with it. At about 12.30, I took a shower. I said, okay, fine. I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm going to pick up my daughter. I'm going to go shopping for Shabbat. I'm going to start cooking. What started happening was that I started shifting into gratitude naturally. It wasn't forced at all. It wasn't like, oh, you know what? I hate feeling sad right now. I'm going to go into gratitude. No, there was so much good around me. There was so much that was working around me. I wanted to live in gratitude. At the same time, I was sad, but I refused to let the sadness take over my gratitude. I refused because there was an abundance of good happening around me and no sadness should be too great to recognize the good that is working. I realized the extreme power that we have when we practice gratitude all the time. Do 
Do you sometimes feel stuck? Do you wish you can be somewhere else? Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, but you just don't know what the first step to take in order to get to that life that you're dreaming of? Many people ask me, what did I do in order to create this wellness that I'm living in? How did I shift from deep depression, from extreme anxiety to a thriving life, to a productive life, to a life full of joy? I put many things into practice and it's every single day. Many of you know that it's gratitude, a healthy mindset, boundaries, self-love, and one of the most important things that many people don't speak about, forgiveness, self-forgiveness and forgiveness to others. Essential for healing. If you want to work one-on-one with me in order to move forward towards that dream life that you have a vision of, click the link below in the show notes. It's a custom-made program for you, one-on-one with me. We will develop a concrete program that you can implement in your life so you can create Eight a better well-being. Click the link below. Looking forward to working with you. And now enjoy the rest of the episode. I realized the extreme power that we have when we practice gratitude all the time. We can actually live a deep sadness with deep gratitude at the same time. I had so much to be grateful for. So much. At the same time, I was in so much pain. It reminded me of the pain of my depression 11 years ago. It was deep in my heart. I think it has to be with the fact that I want to stay young forever. The fact that my son is going away, that means we're getting older. We're not 20 anymore, even though in my mind I'm 20. So there was like a, a some kind of, of evolving of life. At the same time, I was holding space for my sadness. I was not pushing it away. I refused to push it away. But I also refused to go deep into depression and not focus on what is working. That is what gratefulness is. A lot of people ask me, what's the difference between gratitude and gratefulness? Gratefulness is experiencing the gratefulness of life. The good, the sad, the passive, the the silence, the highs, the lows, all together, all together. We can experience them together. That is gratefulness. Not allowing one emotion to push away the rest that are existing. They can coexist. Now, it doesn't mean that they constantly need to coexist, right? If you're not feeling grateful, don't be grateful. But gratefulness is that when you're constantly grateful, the sadness will not push the gratitude away. It was a beautiful moment of awakening for me that I saw the deep meaning of gratefulness, not gratitude. Gratitude is when we're feeling an emotion towards something that happened to us that was like somebody helped us. We got something that we wanted. We're enjoying a great cup of coffee at a great sunset, a great walk, a great massage, a a delicious food or whatever it is that you're enjoying. Or we got a, a great offer on a deal we're looking for, whatever it is. That's an emotion. Gratefulness is constantly feeling that emotional state of gratitude for the gratefulness of life, even during pain, even during sadness, even during grief. We can still tap into this emotion of feeling the good in our life. They can coexist. Emotions can coexist. It was so powerful, so beautiful. The many years of practice of constantly doing gratitude and never going a day without doing my gratitude meditation in the morning, at night, a bunch of times during the day. I could do it in in my walk. I could do it in my car. I can focus on gratitude at a red light, count my blessing and do a gratitude meditation. It just teaches our mind to not fall into this trap of worry, of sadness, of bitterness, of victim mode. 
It just allows the good to exist with the negative emotions, with the, I shouldn't even say negative, with the not fun emotions. I think that if I didn't practice gratitude all the years, I would probably go into a deep depression, probably resentful, probably angry, probably not look at anyone the whole weekend or the whole week and be very frustrated that he's going to Israel. But by the time I started Shabbat, I was in a good mood. I was still in and out of sadness. I was aware of it. I wasn't my excited, constant excited high that I usually am on Friday night. I had my moments, but I was able to shift through the emotions so easily. They can coexist. I could say, oh, this part of the heart is sad, but this part is of, of the heart is so grateful. This part of the heart is very excited. I didn't give in to the sadness to take over my whole self. I think that is the beauty of a grateful living, the gratefulness of life. And talking about the gratefulness of life and how important it is, I could scream this from the rooftops, how important it is to practice gratitude every single day, a few times a day. If there is one thing that changed my life, not only from mental illness, changed my life was gratitude. It's changing my children's life. It's changing my relationships. It's changing my energy. It just changed my life. If there's one thing you want to change in your life that will change so many other things, it will be practicing gratitude. I love that people know that about me, that I bake challahs. I'm a mom of five. I love to travel. I'm Israeli and American, and I'm married to a goatee guy, Ari, that I practice gratitude. I love that that's part of my identity. I love that people associate me with gratitude. The next box that we are opening that we were talking about last episode was that we are going to, God willing, in October, have our first gratefulness retreat, our first gratefulness retreat that we will be teaching how to practice gratefulness, how to really practice gratitude, how to coexist with different emotions. It's going to be a pampering retreat mid-October. Save the date. Let us know if you want to join. If you're listening to this and you want to join our community, go sign up for the email list. Everything comes through the email. All of our announcements, our newsletter. So go to hopetorecharge.com, sign up for our newsletter, and you won't miss out on any announcements, okay? It's coming up in October. It's going to be for only 20 people. We're very much handpicking these people that will be joining us. It's for people that are ready in the spiritual realm of understanding the law of attraction, of understanding positive mindset, understanding positive psychology, all these things that are already implementing, but we're taking it to the next level. We'll have massages, yoga, meditation. We're going to have like a little campfire talk. We're going to have some inspirational speakers. We're going to have workshops, a lot of yummy food, in-house chef probably, because we have to have yummy food if I'm going to be a part of it. So stay tuned to this. We're really excited. We're in the middle of putting it all together. My dream is and my goal is to be able to impact more and more people around the world. The more I'm doing this Hope to Recharge podcast, the more I realize how the power of gratitude is really the core essence of getting through difficult times in life but not in toxic positivity, in real connection to the emotion of what is working and the ability to tap into it. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. So in this episode, remember, pain and gratitude can coexist beautifully. They dance together masterfully if we allow it. That's the gratefulness of life. Also, when you're going through something, don't wait for your loved ones to figure out how you want support, what kind of support you need. 
let them know they're going through something as well. They're struggling as well when you're struggling. So give them that communication that they should know what kind of support you want. Do you want empathy? Do you want sympathy? Do you want to be left alone? Do you want inspiration? What do you want? Be clear on it. Be nice about it. Because when we are suffering, our loved ones are suffering just as much. Help them out. Lend them a hand by having an open, clear communication with so much gratitude. Be grateful to the people that support you. Be grateful for them. It is really hard to support a loved one that is in pain. It's really hard. The pain comes inside to them as well. The frustration, the unknowing, the what should we do next? So be grateful. Don't take it for granted. I used to take it for granted and it hurts me that I didn't know that I had to be so grateful to the people around me. So remove yourself from the pain for a little bit to ask people for what you need, communicate and be grateful. Thank you for joining me here today. Let's see what year three of Hope to Recharge will bring. I can't wait to see where we will be next year. I'm hoping to do two or three retreats a year. So join the tribe, join the Hope to Recharge tribe. Again, don't forget to go sign up, hopetorecharge.com, sign up to our email list that you don't miss a beat. Bye till next time. Thank you for listening till the end. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. And Mental Health Together is better. You being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So so don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com and see what other offerings we have there for your mental health well-being. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Bye till next time.